Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. Hey, Difference Maker, we are back with part two of our bite-sized deep dive into uh, looking at the Maxwell Disk Method versus the Enneagram. In the last episode, we talked about the three different graphs, and in this episode, I want to compare those to my Enneagram type. You will be amazed at the insights that I was able to glean just from those graphs about my Enneagram type. Stick around. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, creatives, and educators like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective in what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jim P. Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make. And have fun doing it. Your personality is your business. So let's get down to business. Okay, first of all, I thought it was really neat how the report really explained how they derived each of the graphs. And, you know, that's not something I think most people, maybe, Maybe some C's out there might care about that. Um, But I think because, you know, I have a master's degree in business analytics and statistics, and my thesis was all about multivariate control charts. And so really understanding what is significantly different and what isn't significantly different really comes automatically to me just because of my education. The graph is different from the test that I took last year because the scale is a little bit different. This is definitely 
showing me some kind of difference. I don't know what that difference is because honestly, I didn't read the report verbatim before looking at the pretty pictures. <laughs> Go type seven. <laughs> but I can tell because there is a midline and there's positive and negative from that midline. I know that it's graphing a difference. And I didn't really explain this when I was talking about the test in the last episode, but basically I think there were maybe about 25 questions and it gave me a group of four phrases and the only thing that they ask you to do is not spend more than 10 minutes on it because they don't want you to overthink it. So you're looking at these group of four phrases, four keywords, and you're just marking which one is most and which one is least, but it doesn't really give you more directions other than that. I think it's great because then that's really tapping into your subconscious. The only thing they have you do is really think about what context. Are you looking at home? Are you looking at work? Are you looking at, you know, your social context when you are answering these questions? The first graph is based off of all of the things that you marked as most. I don't really know the algorithm, but I thought it was neat that they explained that. And then your private graph is based off of what you like the least. And why I think this is neat is a lot of times this is what happens when you're taking an Enneagram test. You're either thinking about what you like most about yourself or what you wish for yourself if you're an optimist. Or if you're not an optimist, you might start thinking about what you least like about yourself or maybe grade yourself harsher than you uh, you normally would or what the capital T truth is. So I love that the test basically corrects for that. And then again, the perceived or the mirror is the difference between those two. Of course, if you're a statistical nerd, then you know that there might be um, different variables that are associated with that in the regression model. But of course, it doesn't say that in, in the report because that might melt some brains out there. But there is a page that has all three graphs with the control limits on the graph. And it's telling me that the difference, so that D different, ID in my public graph and the IC in my private graph are not statistically different, which means I don't need to worry about this. This is just normal. It's a random difference. It's not something that I need to make changes for. My report says, this individual controls what others demand of him slash her. The behavior demanded by the present environment is different than demands in the past. However, instead of altering behavior, this person has chosen to augment style. To accomplish augmentation, this individual has surrounded him or herself with people of complementary styles, thus creating a team with combined strengths. So my theory about, you know, hiring a team, that was just spot on. But what Marianne and I talked about is you could either grow those dimensions of your personality or you can hire them out and delegate them to the team. So growing your team, that's augmenting and developing those dimensions within yourself that's called integration and you know what i'm just going to say it you need both you need both why you need to be able to integrate because you can't depend on people 100 percent of the time you need to be able to be self-empowered and be able to self-validate yourself so that you can accomplish your goals however if you have to keep up that pace all the time you're going to burn out Therefore, you need to also know how to delegate and know what styles you need to complement your own style by hiring those skills out. 
So now let's go back to the Enneagram because it was really cool how, um, what I know about my personality. So I know that my Enneagram instinct is the social instinct. So for a type seven, the social instinct is actually the counter type of the type seven. And the, the best way to explain what that means is if you were a counter type for your Enneagram type, it means that you're still motivated by your core motivations, but you tend to do the opposite of what the stereotype of your type does. So like when I was talking about being an introvert, that tends to be the opposite of what you would think a type seven would do. That is what a social instinct does. And it doesn't mean that I'm social. It just means I take into account the hierarchy in a social event. So I walk into a crowd and unconsciously, I don't do this consciously, I will sit there and look and see who is in charge, who isn't in charge, do I have the energy to be in charge if nobody is in charge, will that be fun, will it not be fun, if it's not going to be fun or if it's going to be boring, then I'm going to hightail it out of there. But if it looks like it's for a good cause or I've got to be there and someone needs to be in charge, then I'm going to do the right thing and possibly sacrifice my fun, sacrifice my contentment and my happiness in order to promote the greater good within that social event or that community or group. And a lot of times social sevens on the outside look like type twos, but social sevens on the inside, they feel like type ones and type fives. That's their stress and security number. So in general, if you happen to be the counter type of your type, and that varies, there's a list of them in my book in chapter 11, then you're probably going to really identify with the behaviors of your stress number and your security number. And so my private graph in my Maxwell disk report is telling me that my C, which I would say stereotypically is associated with type fiveness. It's not, it could be other types of course because there's only four DISC versus nine Enneagram types. But that would be why my C is so high. I mean, it's higher than my D. It's actually closer to my I score than it is to my D score. That's really interesting. <laughs> but that I C and the disc keyword is assessor there really speaks to that type five and also type one perfectionism um, piece of my personality. And again, that's my private self. It says here that it is my core private self and, and my instinctive response to pressure. And then if we go back to graph number one, which was the ID graph, the key word for ID is influencer. Well, Think about it. That is my public self, definitely. And I do have a dominant eight wing and D is typically associated with type eight. Now, I don't want to put anybody in a box here, so don't send me angry emails. That is just the typical. But of course, I'm an INFJ in Myers-Briggs and nobody really expects a type seven to be an INFJ. So now that I've gone through all that and just how cool and interconnected I'm seeing my results with my Enneagram type, then which one is better? Which one should I be even bothering to learn, Jen? Well, that's what I'm gonna be talking about in the next part, part three of this Bite Size Deep Dive. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachjen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.